Welcome to my Dream Log Cabin podcast, where we help cabin lovers like you navigate the uncharted waters of building their dream log home. From idea to move in, we cover all aspects of design and construction. Thanks for tuning in and be sure to hit that subscribe button. This podcast is sponsored by Caribou Creek Hand Crafted Log Homes. Hey, cabin lovers, I am so happy to have you back with me. Are you ready to talk design? By far, this is one of the most popular topics when it comes to planning a dream home. It's fun and exciting to plan out your new build because there are so many fun ideas to consider. On that same note, because there are so many fun ideas to consider, sometimes it can feel overwhelming or even a little frustrating when you start to see different things you want to incorporate, but maybe you're not sure how or if you have enough square footage. Let me take a moment here to remind you that Caribou Creek has an in-house design team. Our experienced draftsmen listen to your ideas and turn it into a customized floor plan that will fit what you're looking for to a T. Now don't just take my word for it. Go back and listen to episode 19, our interview with Warren Tastad, who talked about his experience with the Caribou Creek design team. He shares how he brought in his pencil sketches and magazine cutouts, and we designed the home almost exactly as he had imagined. He also tells his incredible journey to living in a log home. I was truly surprised by the special customizations that he and his wife, Julie, made. It's definitely worth listening to. Warren also mentioned something else that seems really relevant to this conversation. He and his wife have chosen to list their dream home because they're entering a new phase in life and they want to downsize from the 5,500 square foot custom log home into something smaller. This is a perfect segue into today's topic, how to design a log home floor plan that ages with you. Because let's face it, most people when they build their log home are planning to live out their golden years and possibly even pass it on to their children. So in order for this to make sense, a well thought out floor plan is a must. On the flip side, even if we don't end up retiring and living out our days in our precious home, it wouldn't hurt to plan ahead for the sake of resale value. It's important for the design to accommodate our lifestyle now by allowing for entertaining family and friends, or maybe we still have some teenagers at home. Also, we want our floor plan to encompass rooms for our creativity and our activity, such as workout rooms or rooms for special hobbies. Ensuring the floor plan will have simple comforts as we grow into the senior years will help the floor plan grow with us. And if we do it right, it may prevent it from feeling too big. The first tip we have for you is to put the essentials on the main floor. If a one-story log home works for you, works for your land selection and your lifestyle, then definitely consider that option. However, a two-story log home is usually more popular for most families. Whether that means a basement and a one-story log package or a two-story above ground floor plan, it's wise to put the main bedroom and bathroom on the main floor along with the kitchen, living area, and the big one here is the laundry room because who really wants to carry loads of laundry up and down the stairs? (laughs) Anyway, even when we're young, right? I'm not a fan. Now, putting extra bedrooms and bathrooms on the second floor or the basement is smart because down the road, they may be only used on occasion. 
Bonus rooms, such as office space, exercise rooms, or crafting rooms could also be on additional levels unless your floor plan is spacious enough to allow for an extra room on the main level. Are you planning to build a three-story house? I still recommend keeping the main necessities on the primary level. Adding bathrooms or even a second kitchen in the basement is an idea to consider, however. Now recently, we have designed a couple of floor plans that have done a really good job of exactly what I'm talking about. On the basement level, they have a full-size kitchen in addition to one on the main level. They have a bathroom and a guest room and a full-size living room. So it's almost like a full guest suite in the basement. Now, one of the benefits of having the house set up this way is if you end up having a live-in housekeeper or a child care provider, which could transition later on into elderly care assistant. Now, I know that's not really fun to think about, but it sure comes in handy later when you're going to thank me or you might thank me later for mentioning it now. All right, so tip number two, let's talk about stairs. My home is three stories and moving from a one story home in Arizona, I didn't think stairs was going to be a big problem. In fact, I was kind of excited and looking forward to the change. Although I am accustomed to the stairs now, it did take some getting used to, but I would be lying if I said that carrying things up and down is easy. My laundry room is in the basement and so Remember how I mentioned I'm not a fan? <laughs> I can promise you carrying loads of laundry up and down two flights of stairs is definitely not fun. And definitely I'm not looking forward to that down the road. Another thing to consider with stairs is moving furniture up and down. Now it's one thing when you hire movers and you're moving in, it may not even cross your mind, but later you're gonna wish that you had plenty of room. In most log home floor plans, having stairs is pretty unavoidable unless you want to install an elevator, which is actually possible with our non-settling construction design, but not always financially practical. So here are my tips when it comes to stairs. Make them larger than you think you should, and definitely be mindful of moving things up and down while you're in the design phase. Spiral staircases seem to be a popular design choice for cabin lovers. A true spiral staircase has tight radiuses where the treads of the stairs overlap near the center, making it so that the primary walking area is on the outside of the stairs. So we don't usually recommend these if we can help it. Caribou Creek builds circular staircases, which require a larger radius than the standard spiral staircase and allows for a full tread to step on. This makes maneuvering up and down easier, including moving furniture and boxes, and allows for more than one person on the staircase at one time. The trick in designing this type of staircase is to allow extra space. I'm thinking right now of a gorgeous staircase that we did and, and the amount of space that's around it too. I'll make sure to include that in the blog when I post this episode on the website. As a matter of fact, I asked our owner, David Byler, because he had a really great circular staircase in one of his homes. Before I wrote up this episode, I asked him if he would ever consider doing that again. And he said, absolutely, without a doubt, it wasn't a problem and he found it to be just fine. So there you have it. <laughs> Tip number three, doorways. All right, incorporating wider doorways and less hallways is recommended. The larger the doorways allow for wheelchairs or walkers if needed. Also, I've read that installing handles that lift up and down rather than knobs on doors is easier for people with arthritis. Of course, those are easy and can be changed out later. Tip number four, plan for ample lighting. 
I recommend dimmer switches to create ambiance when desired, but they also allow for plenty of light when the time is right. Log homes don't have hidey holes and adding light fixtures later on can be challenging. Planning for electrical thoroughly and almost overdoing it is not a bad idea. A great suggestion here is to hire an interior designer to help you plan lighting in ways that make the light source less visible, yet the light more vibrant. According to lumens.com, the best approach is layered lighting, making use of several types of light in order to achieve the needed level of brightness. They offer a lighting planner that will walk you through the most important aspects for lighting every room, whether that's general lighting, task lighting, or ambient lighting, or a combination of all three. So I recommend you check it out. Once again, that's lumens.com. On the same note as electrical and lighting, it's also important, especially when designing a log home, to plan for running cords for speakers and entertainment areas, because unlike drywall, which can easily be punctured to hide wires, logs are not quite so simple, right? Once they're there, it makes it really difficult to hide those extra wires. So make sure you think about where you're going to put your entertainment systems ahead of time so you can plan for those wire cutouts and uh, the electrical chases to be pre-drilled. Lastly, tip number five, plan for storage. But don't just plan for storage plan to have it in convenient locations. Really, who wants to climb in ridiculous places to access Christmas decorations? When planning storage, creating unique spaces throughout the home, even if you think you may not use them, trust me, you're gonna use them, <laughs> may prove handier than you realize. More importantly though, is to plan for plenty of storage space in easy to access areas and in abundance on the primary floor. Once again, to alleviate having to go up and down stairs later on. Thanks for listening, folks. I'm so grateful you're here with me. And if you haven't already hit that subscribe button, go do so now. Our next episode is gonna be introducing our new draftsman, Jack Phillips, as we talk about how important the land and the plot is to your design. Thanks for tuning in until next week.